Thank you, worship team, for leading us in singing and pouring our hearts out before the Lord. Good morning. My name is Dave Ferguson. I'm one of the pastors here. It's awesome to see everybody here. I know there's some people that are joining us online as well. You are entirely welcome. We're glad that everyone's with us this morning. I have one announcement for us this morning. So this Saturday, coming up, Saturday, June 12th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., here at the Gathering Place, on the lower level, in the Potomac Room and in the Patapsco Room, we're going to have discipleship and evangelism training and equipping time. Burke Wilson, who was here with us in February, back in February, is going to join us again. We're going to have a time of equipping, learning how to share the gospel um, with the people that are, that are near to us, whether that's someone that you've known for a long time or maybe even a complete stranger. There's going to be a time of instruction, and then we're going to have to do some cross-training with one another, and then we're actually going to break up into groups, and we're going to go out into the community and find some opportunities to share the good news of Jesus Christ with our neighbors. So I hope that you will join us. Lifeline, I definitely want to invite you guys. You're, you're invited to come. Life groups, I hope you'll come as life groups. Families, you are welcome to come here. We'll have refreshments before we get kicked off, starting at 8.30, some coffee, donuts, bagels, something like that. And then we'll start sharp at 9 o'clock. We'll go out into uh, the community at 11 a.m. We'll grab a lunch. You can go to a local mall, eat, talk to the folks in the mall, and then you're welcome to come back here at 1 p.m. We're going to have a time of sharing, talking about how it went, while we were out uh, sharing with each other, and we'll conclude with a time of prayer. So that's this Saturday, June 12th, starting at 9 a.m. here at the Gathering Place on the lower level in the Potomac Room. So thank you. I hope you guys will join us. Thank you, Dave. Hi, guys. How are you? Good? Okay. Oh, we're quiet today. Can we wake up? Can we do this? Thank you. Okay, there's some people here. So um, we, we have this Sunday today, and, and I, man, Scott did an awesome job of introducing it, and we are going to talk about, um, about praise and... Sorry, my remote's not working. Here we are. It's working now. Okay, we're going to talk about um, praise today, and, and I, I want to back up and tell you a little bit about how this came to be, maybe. So maybe you guys are like me, and you find yourself starting conversations that um, have been on pause for a while recently, right? And, and there's this question that says, hey, what's new? And then there's that pause. It's like, what's new? What's new? What's new? What's new? What's new? I don't know. I don't know. There's something. It's been like a year or something. It's, something's new, right? And so wanted to take today and try to help talk through that we can say what's new. We can provide kind of and set up an awesome testimony of the things that God's doing and in, in spark some, some interest in the things that God's doing in, in your lives and in the life of the church, and then some things that are upcoming in the, in the church. And so, um, and just, I hope that you guys are as excited as when I was putting this together. It was awesome just to see the things that have been happening in the past and the things that are, are, are set up in the future because God is good. And that's what we're going to talk about today some. So, um, again, Scott, Scott set this up so wonderfully. So in Joshua 4, there's this, there's this awesome point where the Israelites, they've, they've just crossed the river, right? And they're, and they're well, they're, they're a little bit in that process, right? And they get this command. And, and so it, it says in, in Joshua 4.20, and those 12 stones which they took out of the Jordan, right? They had just crossed, and so they picked up off the dry river bottom bed, the stones off the Jordan, the 12 meaning the 12 tribes of Israel, right? And Joshua set up in Gilgal. And they spoke to the children of Israel, saying, when the children ask their fathers in the time to come, saying, what are these stones? And it's kind of like what we just started today was saying, like, hey, what's been going on, right? Like, what are those stones as a remembrance, right? And so 
Joshua says, then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel crossed over the Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, as the Lord your God did in the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed over, that all the people of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. So Joshua is saying, like, listen, God's mighty hand, and he even went back and he said, remember, even before this, he's done this before, and this keeps happening. Our God is good, and we should remember this forevermore. So Dave, last week, um, he, he, he closed our series of biblical man and womanhood and talked a little bit, some of our vision statement. And so I have it up here again today, and we're going to use it as kind of like an outline to go through some of these things that are happening. And so this is Oak Ridge's vision statement, so a little refresher again. Two weeks in a row, we'll get that vision statement out to you guys. So Oak Ridge Community Church is a gathering of communities who do life together and share Jesus together. And so today, we're going to highlight... Hey, Luke, can I get a slide advance? Thank you. Yeah, so today we're going to highlight gathering of communities these phrases, who do life together and share Jesus together. And we're going to talk about members, ministry, and missions, as those are some of the areas that we're going to overview and where God is working today. So we're going to start in ministry. In ministry, we see an example here in Colossians. It says, let Christ richly dwell within you with all the wisdom, teaching, and admonition one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your heart, right? So those are some of the things that we like to do, not just here on a Sunday morning, but other places. And this is kind of where we see community groups as one of the examples happening right now, where we have Oak Ridge North is not actually here. They are not... Hello, sir! Oh, we can't hear you. Are you muted? No. Okay, all right, so we can do sign language. I know sign language. Do you know sign language? Oh, that might not work then. Okay, all right, so Julian is joining us from Oak Ridge North. Give us a 360, would you, sir? And we'll just, we'll just go with the visual. There we go. Oh, awesome, look at that. Sweet. Woo. <laughs> all right, so we'll stop with just one so we don't get dizzy. All right, and so... Julian and the rest of Oak Ridge North is up at the Caswell Farm today, and they are kicking off what is the first of a summer series of Oak Ridge North meetings up there at the Caswell Farm, where they are hoping to be a light and a beacon to the Carroll County and be able to reach out and spread the Word of God up there. And so I'm sorry that we can't talk to you. Wait, did you just speak? No? I did. Oh, we got it. All right. (laughs) Excellent. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, sir. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing real quick as you're about to start, sure. I know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're just about to start uh, an outdoor service up here at Caswell Farm. Um, as you can probably tell by my face, it is hot. <laughs> but it is uh, it's delightful to be here. We've got a bunch of folks uh, on the way in. And um, we have been meeting as a community group monthly um, for well quite a while. We kind of took a bit of a, a slowdown during COVID, did a lot of virtual meetings, and now we've been starting to... To regather in person up here, and it's just been really exciting to see folks. We have probably um, 
at least a third of the folks who are going to be here today are not um, they're, they're either not, not part of a church body or not believers. And uh, it's just a great opportunity to reach out um, to them in our community and share the gospel with them and do some of those things you were just saying about singing and singing hymns and psalms together, praising God together, being a witness to them and, um, and sharing, uh, sharing the gospel with them. So it's a, really, it's a really exciting time. There's a bunch of people on the way in. I don't know. If, let me see if I can flip my camera here. Uh, buttons. There we go. Um, so I'm under the. We have a lot of tents. It's the the tents of meeting, I guess today, um, because it's it's uh, sunny and roasting. But it's gorgeous up here, and we're looking forward to a really exciting time, and that God's word would go out, and uh, that people would respond to it. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for taking some time, Julian, and and um, sure let's thing. let's take a minute. Can we all pray for you guys as you get kicked off today? Yes, yes, please. Yeah, please. So let, let's bow our head and let's pray for. Father, God, we thank you for the opportunity that exists today. God, not just here for Oak Ridge today, but also Oak Ridge North as they gather at the Caswell Farm. And we thank you so much for the opportunities that are being established up there with those people that are visiting, God. Just as, just as we are excited that people visit here, now we have opportunities multiple places, God. And we thank you for that. And we lift up your holy name, not just here today, but also in Carroll County. And we thank you for the things that you are doing. We pray that you would uh, keep them cool while they meet outside, God, and that they would have a joyous time to be able to share your word and then a fellowship afterwards. Amen. All right, brother. Well, Amen. Have Thanks a, a lot. Ha- have an enjoyable time up there. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. So in addition to Oak Ridge North, which you have hopefully and certainly heard the most about, we want to also take a little bit of time as pastors and kind of dream with you this morning of some of the things that we see happening, which is community groups not just in Oak Ridge North, but also Oak Ridge Central, which is kind of where we're at today, and Oak Ridge South, which, if you're directionally challenged, is, is south of where we are today. All right, you see what we did there? Mm-hmm. Good. And so that's, that's some of the areas where we are trying actively to grow in and to really reach out into the communities. And, and again, just excited to, to do, be doing this as a body of Christ. So as we talk about Sunday mornings, I wanted to actually go backwards a little bit and forwards at the same time and talk about what we've been preaching on from, during Sunday mornings. So we started the year off talking about the promises of John, and we went the whole way through John, focusing especially on the red-letter promises that are found in that book. And then we just closed, Dave just closed for us last week, a series on biblical manhood and womanhood. And we took time to cautiously and lovingly check out the truth that is in the Bible of what we see for those roles of manhood and womanhood. And to frame not with our filters that we may come across today, but to use the Bible as our marker of truth and to walk out in that. And then we have some series upcoming that are, frankly, just as equally as exciting. And we have our next series, which starts next Sunday. Burke is going to not just be here uh, on Saturday. Again, that was Saturday at what time? Nine. Saturday at 9 a.m. And it will be? Here. Awesome. These are all right answers. This is good ad hoc. All right, guys. Awesome. So... So we'll start that Go series, and there we're really just going to be focusing and talking about how we're going to join Jesus on the mission of making disciples and walk that out as a church body together. And then after that, we're going to have a series about kingdoms and conflict. And this is maybe going to be an interesting one as you look and sit at that title, 
but it's going to be a necessary one as we look and understand that we have, similar to what we had with biblical manhood and womanhood, we have truth in front of us and we should not ignore it. And, but we should also walk out in love cautiously how we understand the differences from where we're at right now in the world and also the truth and God's image of where we should be in perfection and in His vision. And then after that, we're going to close the year by walking through the book of James and talk there about the encouragement and a little bit of exhortation, if you're familiar with James, from a servant that is really after God's heart. And that's kind of just a, a preview of our Sunday services and our teachings coming up. And talking about... Can I get one more slide, Luke? Thanks, buddy. Hey, can we just pause? You guys want to know something, actually? This is completely unscripted, but this is fun. Do you guys know that right now, every Sunday that we put on, we hold about three tech positions that we need? Do you want to know how many people we currently have on our tech team? We have four. Do you want to know, like, that means that they're serving basically week after week after week after week, and they're here, and they're awesome, and they're always so happy to do it, right? Like, putting these slides up, the timing with Julian and everything like that, that's, that's all those guys, and, and they're awesome. So thank you, guys. Um, so, but, but another ministry that we have going on that, that was scripted because it's on the slides that we want to talk about today is our children's ministry, which is going to be kind of going through a, a new phase as of next week. And so as we've regathered as a church physically here for a couple of months now, we've been holding what we kind of consider family Sunday services, where if you look around and you see kids of all ages, because we're gathered together as a family, and, and you know, frankly, we were a little bit, I was, let's just, I'll just say I, because I can comfortably say I. I was a little bit nervous about how that would go, not just for myself, but, uh, but as a church, how we do that together, and it's been awesome, I think. Again, I'll speak for myself. Dave's up here nodding his head, right, up in the court. He's liked it. So, so what, we're, what we're doing is we're understanding that there's a balance, that we are a church family, and we want to be that family together, and we want to understand, though, too, still, that the kids, we want to encourage some instructional time. And I say encourage because we need to understand, and can I say this very clearly as a church, that you know, me and my wife, we lead children's ministry, but we are not to be responsible. We are to encourage this. Laura just told me the slide's wrong. Fifth grade. Okay, we'll get there in a second. Sorry. I didn't know if something else... Okay, sorry about that. All right. So, but children's ministry, which goes to fifth grade, <laughs> um, is to encourage and support families and not to be that primary. And so that's where we see that we don't want to necessarily have that burden of meeting every week that we can still be a family here together. So let's walk through some details, which happens to be wrong, apparently, uh, on the slides. So we'll, we'll correct these as we go. So we are going to regather next week on the 13th. And, and how we will do this is similar to how we did this about, you know, a year ago, we'll say. We're going to have that praise and worship time together, again, as a whole family. And then as we start that announcement time, we'll be sending the kids back in the back. They'll be meeting teachers, which will hold bright, colorful signs, and they will tell them which grades they can go to, which will be pre-K and K in one classroom, and first and second in another classroom, and then, despite what the slide says, third and fifth, third through fifth, so that's third, fourth, and fifth grade, in another classroom. 
And that will be happening on the second and fourth Sunday of every month. And we'll be having nursery every week, though, so that those little ones can just have a time to go down there and have fun. Uh, if you guys have questions about that or you want some input, um, we, we hopefully gathered a lot of input, or, or frankly, we have gathered a lot of input already through this. But, but as we go back under this uh, and regather in this kind of a format, we really look forward to hearing myself. You can come directly to me or my lovely wife who is sitting right there who's going to raise her hand. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can come and feel free to come to talk to us and tell us uh, how you have um, ideas for the ministry and also how you'd like to help. Just see how those are kind of tied together. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. So we talked some about ministry and the things that the body of Christ is doing, but let's not forget that the body of Christ is also made up of members. Right? In 1 Peter 2, we read this, And coming to him... The hymn here, somebody, anybody? Good job, pulling it down. To him as living stones, which has been rejected by people, but is choice and precious in the sight of God. Right? He, it says earlier he's to be our chief cornerstone. It's you also, now the audience who's reading, and now the audience who's hearing this, you also as living stones are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You know the neat thing here? If we look back at the Joshua verses, what did they build? They built, they built a little uh, a memorial, an altar, right, out of stones. But now, right, Christ builds His church off of living stones, and that's us. I think that's pretty darn cool. So, we're going to celebrate some things that are happening in our members today. Jonathan and Selena who are not here today because they're just getting back from their honeymoon, got married last week. And we've also got to grow as a church in our children. And so I'm gonna, we're going to have child dedication in about, if I can get my calendar right, about two or three weeks' time. But we still want to take this time while we're talking about all of these different aspects of the body and highlight and really celebrate these kids. And we'll, we'll walk through devotion and dedication in a couple of weeks. We have Caleb LaRange and Eleanor Wilkins, Benaya Wilson, Zane Sachs, and Gabby Spinard, I think almost all of whom are here today. So if you see them, or maybe you don't know who they are, but you know the families, get to know them. It's an awesome time to say, oh, hey, there's a new kid on the block. Let's go talk to that family. And in addition to some younger folk, we also have some older kids that are reaching that distinctive age of graduation. Woo! Is right. So we are going to talk today and highlight and celebrate our graduates. And I have here some nice little notes that their families wrote for them. So as I call you guys up, come on up here and join me on stage. Don't be shy. Our first graduate today is Madeline Ferguson. She completed her high school years. Yeah, Madge. She completed her high school years with a combination of homeschooling and community college. Madge is a skilled artist, which I agree with, very much so. And she is planning to join Chom Short in the fall in 2021 as a campus intern. She's currently working at a local comic book shop and is in the process of earning her driver's license. Madge loves cats, Pokemon, anime, and ramen noodles. She actually just caught a donkey earlier today. That's what we're seeing here. It's a live image capture from this morning. Our second graduate is Stephen Ferguson. I'll say right here. Stephen earned his associate's degree in general studies at the Community College of Baltimore County. At the same time, and still, 
working as a full-time remodeler for Platinum Builders. That's a lot on the schedule, buddy. Stephen is active, and not just that, right? Then well, let's add a little bit more. Stephen is actively leading Oak Ridge's Lifeline Youth Ministry with a couple of others. He's pulling it down at the ministry level as well. Stephen loves playing history. He loves playing history. He loves history, playing guitar, and teaching others. All right. Good job, Stephen. All right, Christy Joy Ferguson. Is Christy here today? No, Christy's not here today. That's okay. Let's clap like she's here anyways. Christy Joy Ferguson graduated from UMBC with honors and a bachelor's degree in environmental science. It's a very appropriate picture then. Look at her enjoying the outdoors. So she had an internship this last spring for the Maryland Department of Natural Resources. Oh, here we go. Here's where Christy could be. She's starting an internship tomorrow at the Coastal Bay in Berlin, Maryland on the Eastern Shore. Awesome. Congratulations, Christy. All right, next up we have Grace Funderburg. Grace has completed her, her, oh, two homeschooling co-ops, because one isn't enough. Radius Homesteaders and Hope Academy. She has earned her EMT license from Howard Community College and plans to attend Bible school in Pennsylvania this fall called the Miracle Mountain Ranch. That sounds wonderful. And she will also be training horses while she's there. That's awesome, Grace. Good job. All right, and last but certainly not least, we've got Drew. All right, Drew, not to be outstaged by his sister, has also completed his high school work at two academies, Homesteaders and Hope Academy, and he plans to do a couple of courses at the community college in the fall. Awesome, buddy. And he's planning a part-time job as well. And Drew enjoys playing keyboard. And you saw him up here this morning. He was helping us out. That was wonderful. And he is going to volunteer. Oh, awesome. Volunteer at the Navigators at Hope Academy. That's awesome. Hey, guys, let's give these all a hand. All right. I can appreciate that a lot more as a dad, like that nice embarrassment moment that you get up here. And then there's that like proud moment that you guys get to sit there in the audience and see. That's awesome. All right. So lastly, we're going to close our time today. We talked about ministry and some of the, some of the things that is going on in the church and are going on and will be going on. And then we talked about members and some of the awesome things that have been happening over the past year or so with our members. We're going to talk some now about missions and how we that, that vision statement, right? How we go out and spread the gospel. So here in Romans, we have a, a pretty apt charge. This is Romans 10, verses 14 and 15. It says, How then are they to call on him in whom they have not believed? How are they to believe in him who have they have not heard? And how are they to hear without a preacher? But how are they to preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. So one of the things here uh, Dave just mentioned and, and we know about that's happening next Saturday at 9 a.m. downstairs, and then we have a series coming up talking about Go and how we get and understand a little bit better and get a little more prepared for not only spreading the gospel, but understanding the full path of what discipleship really means, right? And so some of that has already kind of been kicked off and started here at Oak Ridge already, by, by some evangelism that we've been undergoing, and discovery groups, which we'll be hearing. Hey, Elena, do you want to just tell us about discovery groups? Guys, Elena Evans is going to tell us a little bit about discovery groups and about the discovery group that she's been uh, putting together. Good morning. Hello. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, David asked me to talk about my discovery group, and uh, the thing about my discovery group is that I was highly influenced and encouraged and challenged by my life group. 
um, because we have some amazing people in my life group, um, uh, young guys like Dave and Stephen and Ethan, who are not afraid to share the gospel fearlessly with people. Um, they share at school, they share at work, and, um, and then I think about um, the Spinards and the Funderburks who will just go on walks and share the gospel with their neighbors. And when I hear those stories, when I heard those stories, um, we've been talking about discipleship a lot. It's been being hammered home by my, my dear husband. Um, uh, I, I was just like, what am I doing right now? Like, I'm, I, they, they, their stories kind of put me to shame. Their experiences were making me feel like um, I have to do something, especially during the COVID time. I felt like it was a window of opportunity because people in my neighborhood were uh, slowing down. And they weren't uh, so uh, focused on the sports and the extracurriculars with their children. So I, uh, thanks to James uh, Wilson, I was given some resources uh, of what to do with my neighbors. Um, I started a series called Stories of Hope, and it's an eight-week series. And basically, I'm trying to teach people how to read the Bible um, and take a passage and ask yourself, what does this say about God? What does this say about people? What is the sin I should avoid here? And what is uh, the promise that, and the command that I should take away from it? Um, and so that's what I've been doing. I have, I have been inviting about 14 ladies. And it's a good night. I do the Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. It's a good night when three or four show up. You know, I, I take encouragement in that. I'm like, all right, that's three or four people that um, are willing to sit with me and study the Bible. And not just, I, I didn't want to do, at this point in time, I don't feel called to do a Bible study. I didn't want it to become like a self-help kind of group. I really wanted um, my neighbors and my friends to read the Bible for themselves. And, and once you read the Bible for yourself, I mean, God is, God uses the Bible to speak to you and to, into your life. And, you know, it's, it's personal, it becomes personalized for every person and you get to Anyway, so I, so I invite uh, one uh, lady from my uh, life group to join me every week. It's usually a different person because I don't know if you all know this, my life group ladies, but I'm also trying to influence you to maybe start your own group in your <gasps> neighborhood. And so I am manipulating that situation and hopefully I, you can see me make my mistakes and blumber through the time together with the ladies. Um, but I've had, it's been a good opportunity for me to practice the three circles which are tools we're all going to hear about, and the 15-second testimony. And um, When are we going to hear about those? <laughs> could I, this Saturday at 9 a.m. Oh, really? Here at the Gathering Place. Oh, you don't say. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I've been learning them, and then the very next, practicing them in the group with the ladies. So, um, yeah, it's just been great, and um, I'm excited to see where it goes. I think after Stories of Hope, we might go through the book of Mark. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elena. I think there are so many awesome things in what Elena shared about how she is, has just been encouraged and just taken steps of action to go and is learning along the way and, and how we could all kind of learn from that as well. I think just encouragement there um, to, to kind of seek that path out. So um, along with that and, and something else that... So I mentioned earlier how we're going to be regathering uh, with our children's time on the second and fourth Sunday. And, and if you've been here for a little bit, what we do on, on the Sundays where we don't gather the kids downstairs is we've been having a really fun children's segment up here where, frankly, not just the kids, but also myself get to do these fun motions. And I get the excuse of like, hey, the kids are doing it. I have to do it. Um, 
but that might not be the real thing. It's kind of like, you know, you have kids. Well, that's too strong of a word. Um, one of the benefits of having kids is so you can play with Legos again, right? So like, that makes it okay, right? Like, yeah. Um, so with that time and where we were downstairs uh, with the kids on the second and fourth Sunday, one of the things that to go along with kind of what Elena just talked about, and we're going to be talking a little bit more on, is a missionary minute. So just like we had that segment with the children's time, we're going to be talking about and highlighting missions during that same time that we'll be doing that segment. And now this is not an original idea to myself, but we need to give some credit when people lean in and choose to take action and, and do things. And so Mike Spinard, who I'm, I'm lacking to find right now, there he is. So come on up, buddy. Um, Mike Spinard is going through GCLI with a couple of awesome guys and, and, and together, and Mike has kind of let out on this idea of Mission Minute, and I'm just going to let him introduce it and, and talk a little bit about what it is and his heart for it. Good morning, everyone. So, uh, yeah, I was really encouraged when Dave said, hey, come on up, you got 35 minutes to speak. And he's like, whoa, no, 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 it's three to five minutes. So I'm, I'm going to go really quick here. But so, <laughs> Thank you. So that. the Missions Minute, um, it's going to be an informational time. So for members of Oak Ridge, kind of just you know, get some more information about what's, what, what missions are going around, around them, right? I mean, there's missions around us, in our, in our city, in our country, and what around the world. Um, you know, and missions are, is really something that's really, really on my heart. So I just want to give you a really quick introduction of myself. Um, I've been a member of Oak Ridge for, I don't know, 17 years now. It's been quite a while. And, and missions has always been something that my wife and I have been, been interested in. Back in 1997, I spent about a month in Moscow, and it was life-changing. Um, and from there grew our, our um, my wife and I, Beth, our, our, our kind of like our, our heart for the 1040 window. So we have another, yeah. Hey, God's heart for missions, right? God's heart for the lost, what we call missions. And I threw two, two verses up here. So we all probably know the Matthew 28, 18 to 20. You know, it's, a, it, it's basically it's the Great Commission, right? Um, and then, you know, there's, you could see God's heart through the entire Bible. And one that I like to pull out from the Old Testament is Jonah 3. You know, you, you basically, it's, you know, the, the word came to Jonah the second time. Go to the, the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to the message I give you. And then after that, it says, you know, Jonah obey. Because we know what happened when he didn't obey, right? All kind of like. You know, bad stuff, got eaten by whales, you know, got spit up onto a beach, yeah. So let's, let's not do that part of it. Um, so here we say the 1040 window. What is it? Right? Uh, anybody actually heard what the 1040 window is? So the 1040 window is home to some of the most unreached people groups. It contains the majority of the world's most unevangelized countries. It also includes the, the, the largest blocks of the three, you know, uh, false religions. And you see here we have... Um, a large area of um, Islam, um, Buddhism, Hinduism, and also non-religious. There's a huge non-religious group, so kind of include them in there because they're also unreached. What can we do? Well, we can pray. Number one, biggest thing is to pray. Um, and actually, I'd like to every, everyone to actually join me in doing this every morning I do it. So we have the Joshua Project. It's a great app. You can find it online, joshuaproject.net. I use the app every morning, and at 5 o'clock, you get my reminder, so I get up and get my coffee. You know, it's, it's probably been the most um, consistent in morning prayer I've, I've had in my life from just praying for these unreached people groups. Um, today was a group in Vietnam that uh, they're considered, like, almost animalistic from the rest of the, the Vietnam people. So it's uh, interesting. Go look it up and, and learn some more about people groups. Um, so as I said, that definitely can pray. What else can we do? 
host an exchange student, something my wife and I have done for many, 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 many times. Um, you know, the ends of the earth is coming to us here. We're reaching the 1040 window. We're not even leaving our house. Go on a short-term mission trip. I know we have some plan. We have some easy ones planned. Like, there's a trip that Kimi does up to Canada that would be great. It's, you know, it, you, you could drive there. You don't have to get on a plane. Um, work with some immigrants in the area. There's world relief. There's a lot of different uh, immigrants in the area that, you know, they're here. They still subscribe to their own religion, uh, and they're new in the area. And, and you know, that, that's a very vulnerable time, and that's a great time to, to get in and share God's love with them and, and share the gospel. Uh, and, you know, and just spend some time out of your context. You know, and that was me back in 1997, you know, in February of 1997 in Moscow. It's cold. Um, I got to spend time out of my context, and that was just absolutely huge for me. It was life-changing. So um, that's kind of my missions minute. Um, you know, so if anybody wants any more information, come talk to me, one of the pastors. I'll be glad to share more with you as, um, as much as I can. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. But share also, too, if you are not just interested in hearing more, but maybe you have something to share, whether it be uh, a local testimony or Mike mentioned a couple of, of missionary updates, and you'll be seeing those uh, coming up in the future. If you have one yourself, indeed, please come to us. Know that in comfort, we will ask you to also come here and share it with us because we want you to share your excitement firsthand. Uh, but that, that is just something, it's, it's a way for the body to get plugged in and continue this kind of a, a mini segment, if you will, of some of the things that we're doing today about continually sharing the testimony of what God is doing around the world and even locally as well. So we're going to take time today. We went through a lot of awesome stuff, I think so at least, and hopefully you see as well that when someone asks, you know, what has been going on lately, or, or maybe even they're asking the even awesome, more awesome question of what has God been doing in your life lately, you can use these, and, and maybe these aren't your exact examples, you can use them as your body examples, or hopefully they've sparked something that has been going on in your life, and you're like, gosh, I didn't even realize that God was coming through for me like that, and He is day after day, right? And so we take time as a church body on the first, of every, first Sunday of every month to gather for communion. And so as we do so today, we'd like to, we have some time to take and, and enjoy some prayer and some praise with that as well while we take that communion. We're going to read through some communion verses here. But take a couple of minutes as a family or as a group who you're sitting with and gather together and, and not just understand that God is in our Creator, kind of what we just closed with the, the biblical manhood and womanhood. But He's also our Redeemer, right? And He is our helper continually day after day. In 1 Corinthians, Paul is talking here and he says, For I received the Lord that which I also delivered I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for me, which is for you, to do this in remembrance of me. Check out something there at the very beginning, uh, before we keep reading. It, it says there that he received from the Lord and then delivered. Right? There's an there's a awesome flow there that happens so he's receiving and delivering, right? There's a, there's a continual path of, one might almost say, discipleship that is happening there. In that same way, he also took the cup after supper, getting back into 1 Corinthians here, saying this is the cup, is the new covenant 
in my blood. Do this also as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Remember at the beginning of our time this morning, we talked about how one of the purposes of the stones were to serve as a reminder so that the name of the Lord and the awesome things that he did could be proclaimed. The same true is here as we take communion together today. So take a couple of minutes, be with your family, and spend that time in prayer and in communion with God. And then I'll close us and we'll have our, our final worship song. Father God, we join together as the body of Oak Ridge God to give praise and glory to that which we read the truth of your word, God, and, and the testimony of what you've done. God, and, and we celebrate today the things that you have done even just in the past year in our lives, God. And we sit in just an awe and reverence of the things that you are yet to do in your kingdom, and we look forward to them, and we await you, God. We thank you that you tell us that you are coming, God, to take your throne.